There's poo in there. I want everybody in the place to be to make some noise if you're down with me. One, two, three. Hit me with the horn, 20. Keep making noise. Keep making noise. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of the Films and Swearing Movie Podcast. If you listen to us for the first time, we are a movie podcast for Scotland. We like to spoil the fuck out of films. Chosen from a cinematic alphabet. Yeah. I'm your host, Stuart, and my co-host on the podcast across the internet tonight is an okay and always swearing, Andy Walker. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? There you do. Tonight, we are on the final letter of our cinematic alphabet. We could retire. We could just fucking hang up the earphones, chuck the mic in the bin... Yeah. Along with the laptop, yeah. we've done it. <laughs> First podcast to complete the cinematic alphabet. What could we do now, though? That's everything, dude. Alright, that's it. Fucking hang up your headphones, other movie podcasts. <laughs> other we movie finished. podcasts? Aye. Like, we finished it, boys. We got to Z first. Alright. Oh, they else could just retire now. <laughs> so, yes, happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the time it's taken me to say the sentence five more movie podcasts have started and launched their first episodes yeah <laughs> that's probably ten now because oh. there's that fucking many um, so yes tonight we are going to be talking about a movie beginning with the letter Z and it is Zack and Mary Make a Porno from director Kevin Smith yes Kevin Smith at this point was known for such films as Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, Jersey Girl, Clerks 2, then this. Aye. Was Cop Out after this? Aye. Aye. Then after that, then it went Red Stay and so on. Mm-hmm. So, before you go any further tonight, what? <laughs> do we get an advert? We have to no. warn our audience at home. Not that nobody. Yeah, we're going to spoil the fuck out of tonight's movie. And the only way to, like, fucking bring it to your attention in case you just fucking zone out when you listen to us is we play the entrance theme of famous wrestlers corresponding with the first letter of today's movie. Well so, done, yes, you finally is... wrote a bit for it. <laughs> Zed. Yeah. Well, it's in a, there's still another paragraph of text for me to read out. I was just stopping for a breath. Oh. Aye. <laughs> Shall I? Let's see. This is to warn you that we're going to spoil the fuck out of Zack and Mary make a porno. If you've not seen it, you're going to get fucking confused when we start throwing verbal shit flavoured frosting down on your podcast playing device. And if you're not ready to hear that poured down your lugs, you better turn off the podcast now. Fuck off and tune in next week. Oh. Cheese. Pure cheese. <laughs> there was no cheese in that shit. Only sweet corn. <laughs> that was pretty so good. Th- <laughs> <laughs> this film stars Elizabeth Banks. Are you wanting character names or do you just want me to rattle through every cunt that's in this film? Where are they character <laughs> names? Elizabeth Banks plays Mary. 
Aye, because we might just... Aye, we better just stick to the character names when we're discussing it. Yeah. So, Elizabeth Banks is Mary. Seth Rogen is Zach. Craig Robinson is Delaney. Jerry Bednob is Mr. Suruya. <laughs> That's his real name. <laughs> Jerry Bednob. <laughs> Jennifer Schwalbach-Smith is Betsy. Uh, Brandon Routh is Bobby Long. Anne Wade is Roxanne. I think who Roxanne is. Uh, anyway, uh, Justin Long is Brandon. Jeff Anderson is Deacon. Ricky Maybe is Barry. Kate Morgan is Stacey. Jason Muse is Lester. Tracy Lords is Bubbles. Tisha Campbell Martin plays Delaney's wife. Uh, Andy, what? tell me the plot behind Zack and Mary make a porno. Hey, two friends for high school live in a flat that they can't afford. And they go to a fucking reunion where they meet an ex-classmate who they find out's boyfriend is a porn star and gives them an idea to make their own porno to pay the rent. Yes. Is that good enough for you? Shall I compare it to IMDb? Yeah. Lifelong platonic friends, Zach and Mary, look to solve their respective cash flow problems by making an adult film together. Mine's is better. As the camera rolls, however, the duo will begin to sense that they have more feelings for each other than previously thought. End quote. So, Andrew, this was not the first time you've seen Zach and Mary make a porno. Of course not. I believe the first time it was when me and you and our, our respective partners yeah. went saw it in cinemas. Well, in one cinema. Yep. Back in... Was this 2009? Possibly. Yes, it was. So, seven years ago, we made it to the Odeon. I think if there's many of us actually in there. <laughs> Probably no. But, yes. Um, has your opinion changed over the last seven years of Zach and Mary make a porno? Not at all. Still shite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like it. It's a good film. Mm-hmm. I, I, too, agree that this is quite a good film. Um, there's always a feeling to it where you can like it's a Kevin Smith film, uh-huh. like in the sense that, say, if you throw out six, aye, half a dozen Seth Rogen movies, like a uh, Knock Up, Pineapple Express, and like Zack and Mary, because I can't think of another three right now, you could tell like which one was directed by Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. I I think and why, but like. He always has not a basic feel to his films, but it's always. But this, I think. Yeah, he's got I don't fucking idea. His style to it, like I think, just for the the opening credit of like it looking down on a snowy road and a driver has to fucking throw himself off the road to avoid some kid delivering papers, uh, and then just like the music. the fucking the music kicking in, and the title, there's just something about that. I think if it just reminds me of Clerks, like how they're kind of falling out of bed in the morning and like it's just people do like falling into their nine to five sort of position. Like you're everyone's waking up like zombies. Mm-hmm. They're just working for the weekend. Alright. It's too cold to I get think. out of the bed. Yep. And the all kinds of in hockey tops. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of Kevin Smith because all these <laughs> <laughs> it's got so much to do with fucking ice hockey. Mm-hmm. 
Aye. Like, my first real note comes up is the fucking savage banter between Delaney and the Indian manager. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, it's like, I need you to come in and work Black Friday. And, and it's like, why? Is it because I'm black? You want to come in for Mooley Monday? Uh, uh, what was the other one? What was the nigga, Tuesday one? Nigga Tuesday. Was it just that? I was like... Nigga Tuesdays. And... Uh, not even like a minute after it, you get like the fucking customer coming in. Is like, can I get a cup of coffee? Black. Oh. <laughs> is like, can't you see we talking? White. It's like just oh. the fucking dialogue in it. Like even if it's like improvised, it's still fucking oh. razor sharp. It's, yeah. Like you can't like Jesus Christ. Like folks should be talking like this. <laughs> but aye, that's it. Uh, Delaney, uh, Craig Robinson. Outside of this film, where do you recognise him from mostly? Uh, me, it'd be probably the hooked up time machine and he's bending yeah. down. Is he in that as well? Yeah. I only really, again, hooked up time machine and the Waller usual films, like the group, like I remember from uh, This Is The End, oh, yeah. where he's sitting drinking his own piss and he, like, he's on the wee diary and confession camera and it's like, it's actually it's quite nice. Mm. Just chugging back a glass. Other than that, he's, he's Daryl for the office. Oh, I thought I the office for you. Aye, that he works in the warehouse, and like you got to see this guy fucking transform for like skinny guy, heavy guy, skinny guy, heavy guy. Oh. Like he was a wee bit of Jonah Hill across like the eleven seasons of that show. Oh, was he? No, he's he's just like the cool kind that works in the warehouse. Oh, the old ones that. All they want to be pals with a cool black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Steve Carell, who is whiter than white. Of course. Um, so one of the, the main plot points in this, in the first half, is Elizabeth Banks getting filmed while she's getting changed. Aye. Like Granny Bernie's. The, the two most punchable teenagers on oh, film. And I can, every time, like, the fucking long hair dude's like, cunt nugget! It's like, I just want to reach in and wring your fucking neck. Like, <laughs> you and your fucking Igor looking sidekick. <laughs> I, I probably had a cleverer thing for him, but I can't think of it anyway. You had nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so, right, that was it. They film her, change into her granny panties, and that uh, becomes, like, an internet viral sensation I guess mm-hmm. which leads to the the high school reunion and that's where we get like Smith's wife's cameo oh before that the fucking when they're getting ready that's when oh. you find, that's when all the shit you find it they're not buying the bills and exactly they're, they're either buying vibrators uh, or fucking sh- flashlights shopping for flashlights and then paying the argument about fucking how guys can't he use fucking Technology. Guys can fuck a bit plastic, but aye, women can. <laughs> and which is quite a hearty debate. Exactly, like that should be quite down the middle. Like clearly, people, I guess, need things to fuck. <laughs> um, and that was the funny thing. Like you'd watch that now, and you'd think, Christ, I guess, flashlight paid them to fucking mention their product, but it was like vice versa. I remember. Uh, after Kevin Smith had did that, he got approached by them, and they eventually became like the sponsor for Smodcast uh, for a while. I'm, I'm, I'm that. 
because that was like for months on end Kevin would just talk about the amount of times he would just fuck these fucking uh. these torch shaped <laughs> <laughs> fucking mouths anyway you get that great moment where like their water eventually runs out in uh. the apartment and <laughs> it's just the look on fucking Zach's face when he's like right, get the water for the toilet you need to rinse my hair and like, there's poo in there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> I'm so worried. Like, the way the options, like, are, are we going to just have to fish around it? Or, <laughs> it's like, no, with the fucking sister, and she, you dick. <laughs> and, like, supposedly, according to the IMDB trivia, the curtain fall was legitimate. They were just, like, that just happened to have happened whilst they were filming. Aye. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. It works fucking like perfect comedic timing on the curtain. Right. Like it's just like I can how to make this scene better, I'll just drop this bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like the type of thing where as if she fell and you just seen the whole crew fucking dive in to save her. She just fucking fell into a bathtub. Uh, and but I tell, guess told that's class. Some fine editing cuts out any proper panic but yes that was funny right. so uh, this... I, this, this could be like for most of podcasts just us gushing about how, how we kind of like this film it could be so if, if you're not ready to hear us be so positive about uh, Kevin Smith go listen to our Tusk episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I high school reunion the, the mandatory Kevin Smith wife cameo yep which nowadays is the mandatory wife and child cameo. We get the the Highlander, Zach, Zach number two. Uh, there can only be one. The Kur- what? Are you seen Highlander? Uh, no, that's what the boy says. What? There can only be one. Or the what? Like, no. he's holding up a chicken leg. There can be only one. Hi. That's you not what, what you said. I, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> People that have seen Highlander would be fucking slating you hard. I'm sorry. Apologise to the fucking Kurgan for me. <laughs> Is he still alive? Aye, he was in Edinburgh this summer. What was he? Aye, at the, the film festival. Showed up wearing a kilt. Bastard. Because that's... I think it was the 30-year anniversary of Highlander. He never wore a kilt in the fall. <laughs> I guess it's like... Uh, it just must be a thing like Americans coming to Scotland. I better wear a kilt or they'll fucking or I'll get kilt. So I then we get introduced to Justin Long and Brandon Routh, which I like, I guess that that is just a play on their character names, like Bobby mm. Long and fucking is it Brandon St. Randy? Aye, aye, like. Is it's when Mary's talking with uh, Bobby Long, like she's being flirty, horribly, like <laughs> flirty. Obvi- so obviously, like don't thank me, just fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> like can't be any plainer than that. Okay, put it, put it right on front street. And then you get the after I guess Zach gets like a revenge hand job. From Roxanne. Yes. Uh, uh, I just love... It, it may be an ad-lib, but just the fact that he apologises for her elbow. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> like, uh, just like clearly wiping jizz off her sleeve. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just all the wee touches of this film that makes it that fucking better. And when he gets, it, it's just the fucking when Zach meets Brandon. Yeah. Like that. that this epic scene right, where that... like. That has to be a lot of that. Mister, that's ad libbed easily. Ah, there can't be a script. I think on the Blu-ray there is an extra of just them talking and just like kind of one up in each other until one of them breaks essentially, <laughs> and it's it's just foul. Uh, but the whole thing where it's like you're an actor, it's like I am an actor. Like it, it, it's, it's it's not the Justin Long voice. It's the I've got to the deep I, voice. Yes, exactly. Like he said, his, ton- his fucking vocal cords Exactly. He's <laughs> like, you're an actor? He's like, yeah. He's like, in movies? He's like, yeah. Fucking movies. Like, fucking movies. Exactly. And, <laughs> uh, they start talking about, like, he's in movies for all male casts. Uh, it's like Glenn, Glenn Gally. Gally Glenn. Uh, and what was the fucking title? Yeah, if, if Glenn, if Glenn Gary stuffed his meaty cock in Glenn Ross's mouth. It was his head, an eager mouth or something. Uh, oh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> it, like, that moment there, it's like, yep, I could never probably show this. Can't recommend this to any family. No. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I could always mind that memory of my grand saying, oh, I, I rented that American pie. Wish me what I thought it was. I thought it was a wholesome bit of film. I had, I had they're, back they're, in the fifties. They're, they're sitting talking about like home bacon and mm. and like teen romance. <laughs> Cut to that boy fucking the pie. All right. Yep. The pie fucker. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, the fucking movies Brandon comes out with like. You better shut your mouth or I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> it's it's just so like fucking not, not offensive, but I was like Jesus Christ, this is hardcore. <laughs> I, exactly. Like you, you're fine when you watch a movie like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and they're just saying fuck, uh, cunt nugget, boo uh, uh... boo kitty fuck, and it's like oh, that's fine, it's team. Like it, it it's like teen humor, but it's just the the aggressive uh, fucking yeah. <laughs> all male cast. Just the fact that you better shut your mouth or I'm going to fuck it. It's like, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I feel slightly threatened watching this film. <laughs> um, and then, like, they realise Mary is Granny Panties. Oh, they want a photo of Granny Panties. Exactly. And fucking Brandon starts getting loud. <laughs> and fucking Bobby Long's getting embarrassed. And it just cuts back and forth between them arguing and just like Zach going, yeah, he's just watching it. Like they argue like real people. <laughs> I, exactly. And like they're just then they make up and it's like this is probably the best thing, like the best night of my life. Like <laughs> it, it goes through all the stages. Uh, and um, it's just like when it cuts back to the, they get home, the power cuts out. Uh, like I was, I was look at them so when they're lying in the house, dressed like fucking homeless people, thrown overdue meal, I into the fucking trash can, set on fire. I'm like, I hope they've got their windows open. I don't want their their house to fill up with smoke <laughs> and just die of fucking carbon monoxide poisoning. Hi, <laughs> I, I'm a wee bit worried that they're having a fire in their home and they're not not worried about it whatsoever. They're just like that. Part of me is like, 
the part of your brain I just need to switch off about health and safety. Yeah. Uh, so they fuck off. They go to the bar, and the porno idea springs when, of all people, they mention Paris Hilton. Aye. Like back in two thousand nine, when she was like, Aye, Paris Hilton throat fucks somebody on night vision, and now she's now she sells fucking perfumes to tweens. And I'm sure Aye. she's pl- uh, I'm sure she's legally retarded. <laughs> exactly. What do you think of the parent, uh, like Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks, like for this film? I thought they were good. I, it is a, it, it is like a perfect match mm-hmm. for the folk that you kind of expect to be in this film, and um, like it's not too Hollywood. Like, the original casting was supposed to be, like, Rosario Dawson and Seth Rogen. Uh, and it's like, that that just kind of takes it back a bit, where it's like, I think kind of has a sense that she's too famous, or no, it's like I, that thing where like, she's, too... she's attractive to be slumming it with him. No, I would say it's, she's, made, she's too tomboyish. Ah, you kind of, because that's Elizabeth Banks she... looks petite and feminine and, yeah. like curly haired and like well she might have a fucking dirty mouth on her but uh, that's what makes it funny she did she comes out with shit she that you didn't think she would aye so now she's aye. like famous for fucking hunger games and fucking power rangers aye <laughs> and I remember her in that time we had to watch Magic Mike XL and or double XL I apologise yeah where like her and that other woman are all getting in a boot each other at the registration desk. Right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the Will Smith's bitch. <laughs> um, but they do make a like a good pair for this film. I think mm-hmm. the only other time they're seen together, I was going to do a, like a list thing at the end, where like what we did last time with James Franco and Danny McBride, mm. but they've only been in three films together, oh, this right. being one of them. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Other one was a forty-year-old virgin. Who was she in that? She was the crazy, oh, attractive the... classy that yeah. like she was. She not working in a bookstore, and Steve Carell was like answering questions with questions. Was like, well, is that the one where Hingwood goes into her, just walks into her house and she's Seth Rogen walks. Aye, <laughs> she's getting on with the, the fucking. The, the hose to the bathtub, Steve Carell walks out and Seth Rogen walks in. Really? Because that's it. he wasn't really a famous face either at that point. He was like the fourth guy in their crew of Paul Rudd, uh, that bald black dude, and Steve Carell. Yeah. So, like, it eventually fell into place for him, with him becoming, like, the lead of the follow-up Judd Apatow film. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I They just... They, they agree to, to make a porno to save the day. Well, pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And the next stop is like when they go to convince Delaney to give up his fucking his flat screen. I uh, give up his fucking flat screen TV money. Like where he talks about they're going to turn around the money. Like if you give me this money, we make this porno. The money that we'll get back, you could get two fucking flat screen tellies. One in your mm-hmm. fucking bathroom. Oh, like, I always wanted that. to watch shit while I say shit. Yes. <laughs> And then he says, like, you'll be the producer, you'll be in charge of, like, casting. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, I get a look at the titties. 
And it's like, yeah, yeah, of course. Two, both of them. It's like, I'm doing you, Teddy. Yeah, I haven't been staring at this same busted asshole titties <laughs> for the last fucking 20 years or something. Like, I'm doing you one. <laughs> exactly. Like, this film has all the, the fucking, the, the right actors in it. Like, yeah. Craig Robinson, like, Adam, he, he could just be ad-libbing, but every, all the fucking dialogue is spot on. Like, all, the, if this film is full of funny cunts, is my way of saying that. Alright. Um, so they eventually go see Tom Savini. Remember Sex Machine? From... Uh, well, no, they've, they've not got everybody yet. No, no, this... They... They, they do the casting first, you know? I, I'm pretty sure they... It's just the three of them, they go and get the storage locker, and then it tells them, you clean the shit out of it, it's yours, and then it cuts the auditions. Ah, uh, right. Mm. But aye, the, the, the higher the fucking hobo storage locker... And then it gets to this this weird fucking casting call where it's a strange setup. Like they're sitting in a theater, but then it looks like the folk doing the additions are in a scabby living room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you get the, the old man wanting to pull out his fucking cum crayon and uh, color you in. <laughs> then the, color the, you ass white. <laughs> that's it. And what was the old woman saying? Huh? What was her dialogue? The wee old woman with the glasses and the. the... Uh, I want you. To, was it really, I want you to fuck me in the puss. The, uh, there was like one teenage boy that looked like, like I, fuck uh, you in the puss. And it was like, <laughs> like no, puss. Puss. Oh yeah, it's like who would want to fuck puss? <laughs> and then Instantly, you get. you're not getting a joke. <laughs> and then you get fucking Barry. Doing the, I want to slam my ham in your can, woo man. And they said, <laughs> doing the whole fucking snuff. I, I didn't realise he turned out to be the mayor and preacher. Oh, is it? That's it, it's him. Fuck. Fast, like, fucking put seven years on the boy. <laughs> that, that's where he ended up being. Oof. I guess that might make sense with him working with Seth Rogen again. That might have been a, a wee connection. Mm, then they get hold of Lester the Molester Cockenstein or Cockenstein? Cockenspiel. Cockenspiel, the man with the rising wang. <laughs> and the whole fact was, oh, you even got the great porno names. Like, what? I get a porno name? Man, I want to be Pete Jones. <laughs> <laughs> like, even the fact that, right, they put Jason Mewes in the Kevin Smith movie, but he's still so fucking funny in it. Yeah. Like, he's not playing Jay, but. Like, he still manages to be, like, original. Like, the whole fact that even, like, his hair's gone. He's got short hair and, like, he's still just a fucking idiot. Uh, uh, we get introduced to uh, Bubbles. Alright, pop. Alright. Even the fucking... I think we skipped over Stacy. Like, when they went to the, the strip club. And I'm pretty, pretty sure you get... To see a little bit puss right away, right. <laughs> like some women dance like I, 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 this might be because it's blurry, but I'm pretty sure I just saw quite a lot there. <laughs> we saw everything. I like that was it. Like I wasn't expecting to see puss, <laughs> <laughs> and there for some reason it was essential that they, they get some women that that will take anal. Aye, looking for somebody who would do anal. And it was it it comes up as Stacy, fuck what was her name again? 
Tracy Lords is Bubbles. Hmm. Kate Morgan. Kate is she Morgan. the one that's the real porn star? The blonde one, aye. Oh. Actually, are they not both? I do think so. Nah, well. I thought there was only one in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye, so they get her, the one with the fucking bowling ball tits. Uh, well, not quite bowling ball, like, uh, outdoor bowling ball tits. Bulls. Yes, exactly. A fucking pair of bulls hanging off her chest. <laughs> they're, like they're fucking bolted on. Right. Oh, they kind of are. <laughs> right. You always feel sad when they like they get those boobs and then their fucking nipples look like cockeyed. <laughs> always makes me think back to Arrested Development where it's that woman Judy Greer. She was like the mother in the last Jurassic World movie. Glasses, reddish hair, sends her kids to the island. Um, she's in it, and she all like her defense was always pulling up her top, and they would blow her out. But when she pulled her top down, one nipple was pointing up, another nipple was pointing down. <laughs> like any time I see a, like a wrong pair of boobs, it just makes me think back to her. Wrong pair of boobs. Well, okay, wrong pair really of nipples. Wrong pair of boobs. Like if they're not looking at you, and they're like one's looking at out the window, and the other one's looking up. <laughs> you could hang your coat off one. Aye. So this eventually what? leads to them coming up with a script. Uh, what is it? All the different titles that were coming up for <laughs> movies. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Aye. Mm, cocunt. Aye. <laughs> cocoon and fucking... It's Cocoon with a cunt. Aye. Uh, yeah. Is that not just like old folks? Exactly, aye. In a pool and becoming young again. Yeah. Uh, that would be it, just old folk going to pill, shag and pill, come out just fucking years younger, feeling amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're the only real memorable ones, I, um, because, nah, I kind of think. Like, there, there's IMDb trivia when they mention there was, they're going to do a Star Trek porn uh, what was it like the raft I think if it was going to be cried the raft of cunts like when they start rat- uh, rattling off uh, all the Star Trek movie titles yeah. uh, it's noted that uh, Katie Morgan has actually starred in a Star Trek porno called listen wait for it Sex Trek where no man has come before <laughs> nice. and that was only two years before starting in that film um, so I they eventually come up with Star Horse, uh, <laughs> and I always love Delaney's line where it's I'm, I'm going to butcher it, but like ah, I never slept with Leia, no fucking Star Wars. Uh, that was fucking terrible. I got, <laughs> but that line itself. Little, had, little did he know. Yes, he did. <laughs> um, the whole fucking shit with. Like fucking Lester again, saying like, "Like, are we really gonna film this in space?" Uh, <laughs> this is like this. It's just his his innocence and how fucking stupid he is. It's like he has a childlike innocence to him. He is quite is quite childlike. <laughs> so we get the Star Horse montage with our two tea bags. Uh, is fucking bought that. Fucking rubber ball bag. Uh, <laughs> the big sag is positive. Yes, I quite unsightly. 
Um, Delaney talks of the trilogy. Uh, what was the last one? Revenge of the Shit. All anal uh, final chapter. Uh, <laughs> just the front cover of it when you see it at the end. <laughs> um, so I uh, it's, it's more or less just them um, doing like your movie montage of dancing about, just uh, pissing about for the camera. Uh, like, uh, principal photography. That's it. And our principal photographer is a deacon. Yeah. I've managed to go past. Um, again, another fucking perfect piece to this puzzle is Jeff Anderson. Uh-huh. Like, a deacon, if he is just... I, I, reckon I, I always kind of get like a... He's a lesser Ryan Reynolds vibe really? off him. Like... If it, the New Jersey equivalent of Ryan Reynolds. No way. <laughs> like, for, for New Jersey. New Jersey, nah. Exactly. Well, who's the, <laughs> who's the Ryan Reynolds of New Jersey, then? I don't know. Exactly. Like, fucking Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. So, like, right, right the bar's high. So, let's see. Um, so, if they were recasting fucking Deadpool. No, I, New I just Jersey mean... cast, you'd fucking cast him. <laughs> <laughs> yes let's just oh say yes that. Like, I, I always fucking love every movie well I I'll, I'll, I'll switch that around I love him in every movie he's in yeah. like he's always fucking brilliant in Clerks, Clerks too. he's even better, the fact that he got included in this was a fucking huge bonus because he was fucking great in this as well the fact that he's this short tempered fucking goalkeeper uh. who are they like, goalkeepers or are they not called goaltenders? Fuck knows. Are they kids? He's a goalie. Um, yeah, that's better. And the fact that he's... Like, that's not a practical helmet to wear for ice hockey, I think. I don't think so, no. <laughs> That looks like quite like a, a fucking... A decent Halloween mask, but not a practical mask to wear for ice hockey. Um, but it's just the fact that, he, like, he gets some of the best dialogue as well. Yeah. Where, like, he gets sent off and he's sitting in the penalty box and he's fucking talking about, wow, he's got to do this to that boy, he's got to do that, and he's fucking losing it. It's like, alright, calm down. It's like, no, it's cool, it's fine, he's my cousin. I'm going to skull fuck you to death or something like Aye, that. that's yeah. it. And don't worry, it's my cousin. <laughs> so, aye, right, they've done they've done their principal photography. 12 hours later, warehouse is wiped out. Right. Where it almost looks like Ben Affleck with a beard. Oh my god. Like Your eyes are not working anywhere. It's like, for a moment, if you watched it on VHS that was copied over the copy then passed to you and watched it, it's like, that Ben Affleck? It's <laughs> that Ben Affleck after he said, like, fucking 25 million McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, he did cameo in every Kevin Smith film, so this was, like, the first one that he hadn't appeared in. So maybe it was should... It? He was in Clerks 2, he was in Jersey Girl. So I think since Mallrats up until Zack and Mary, this is mm. the first break that he wasn't in. So yeah. that, that should have been the Ben Affleck role then, maybe. Maybe. Like, because the whole fact, like, Clerks 2, he just showed up to, like, fucking collect food. I'm pretty sure he just had, like, a fucking moustache and just a sour pus mm. on him. So I fucking Star Horse is no more. They fall back into the coffee shop and wonder what the fuck they could do now. Deacon explains that they could shoot anywhere, do whatever they want. 
and again, I want to highlight how underused Jeff Anderson is in maybe films. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he's not in more films, but I think that's actually more of a personal choice of of him. Probably. Like I remember Kevin Smith done a podcast with him, and he actually lives in quite a secluded uh, area. Like the fact that the, there's there's no internet. He just lives in a small community. He just fucking he just spends his days mowing the lawn. Doesn't he interact? Like he's not going out looking for acting jobs. I think it's maybe only times when Kevin Smith approaches him to work that he decides to do it. Hmm. But they come down to the idea, like, if we could find a camera, we could just film what the fuck we want, take it for there. And they realise that since they're such shitty employees, the fucking Mr. Ben... Well, Zach. Aye. They would have to give a ski ball or something in the fucking shop or something. Aye, and the fact that he might not like the black guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they discover there's a hidden camera and it's just how fucking Zach gets that fucking hyped about he's running by the camera he's like, we could do whatever the fuck we want making the normal mm. abnormal and he grabs a dog <laughs> starts to fuck it it's like, taking the normal uh. <laughs> and Delaney <laughs> is so offended it's like you know tell you now if, if, he's got, if he tries to fuck that dog tomorrow <laughs> be, I'll go, cause, uh, go phone somebody or something uh, it's something like fucking environmental, not environmental services, but fucking animal welfare or something. Mm. But he's just that fucking, like, turned off like, you know, I like that guy, but if he tries to fuck that little dog, mm. <laughs> I will hate <laughs> shit. Uh, so they retool the porno to become Swallow My Cockachino. Yeah. Take a place in the coffee shop. And it, it's the first scene between uh, Lester and Stacy. Mm. Where, like, <laughs> they're fucking on the counter, and it's just the tongues... Like, oh, right. uh, where like Seth sitting with like the traffic cone going more tongue, uh, <laughs> a little less tongue. Uh, it's like a fucking boxing match, just the fucking <laughs> tongues darting in and out of each other. And Barry's bringing in the effects with the beans, raining coffee beans down on them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, fucking Jason Mewes is trying to eat the beans. <laughs> and like you get to see him doing his best American Psycho. Fucking gun show impression. Uh. Put up his gun, <laughs> kissed his arms. Uh. We went fucking like full circle for Christian Bale in American Psycho to Jason <laughs> do the same fucking sex scene. Oh god! And then we get drunk guy. Yeah. Fucking I'm shows good. up. The first thing I saw him in was Reaper. I think that's it. Aye, that's the dude that looks like Jack Black stunt double. Mm-hmm. Being when it comes in, he's like, "Are you still open?" And he's like, looking at the dog, he's like, "Cute kitty." He's, like, he's like, "I need coffee so I can drive home." <laughs> and he's just standing there whilst they're still in fucking really? position on the camera. He's like, "You guys see the game?" Is like, I was there. Hug it, shug it, football. <laughs> it's just a fucking brilliant, just. Fucking out of nowhere, some dude walks in and he's completely oblivious to what's going on. Uh. <laughs> and when he's leaving, he looks at Mary and the dog. He's like, "What was it? It's like you and your little dog too?" Uh-huh. Somebody said we've got to get him out of here. They said, "Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll have a beer." <laughs> ah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it cuts to the next scene, which I would call describe as "Take It, Barry." 
<laughs> Supposedly, according to the IMDb trivia, the phrase "Take it, Barry" has come to be used as a specific sex act that Bubbles and Barry are doing. <laughs> like, Supposedly, when people are getting pegged, it is now appropriate to say, take it to Barry. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, that should be a, a fucking, a proud moment for Kevin Smith, the, the fact that he's now changed. He, uh, like, something he's written is now a moment in sex. For people now, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. I can't back up, I can't say I've seen evidence of... <laughs> Poor yeah. cunts getting pegged, screaming. <laughs> I've never seen any guys shouting, Barry, take it, Barry. Aye. Some robotic woman saying it to you. Exactly. You'd only imagine it if it was some poor cunt getting cried, Barry, Aye. getting shagged by his missus. <laughs> do, you know, do you care anybody called Barry? <sighs> Get a boy in primary school. I reckon if he, oh, what a he's shame. married and taking it, but that would probably <laughs> be the right time. Like even if some cunt's looking in the window going, oh, go on, take it, Barry, take it. <laughs> ah, boy. <laughs> then, of course, we, we, we find out that Zack and Mary soon develop romantic feelings for each other when it becomes, yeah. like, time for their sex scene the following night. Yes. Where, like... Uh, it's like the cream delivery driver. Oh, uh, it is, like, fucking old-school porno where delivery man gets fucked. Uh. I've got a delivery of cream for you. Whereas, <laughs> <laughs> like, I've spilled my cream. Do you mind? He's huh. <laughs> like, only if you spill it on my face. It's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, like, the the, the, the thing that comes away with it, like, sure, take it, Barry's one thing, but I feel people's taking pride in let us fuck more. Uh-huh. Like, and maybe just because Kevin Smith does it on the podcast with Jason Mewes. Mm-hmm. Like, they're... She and Silent Bob get old. The whole fact that there's a section cried, let us fuck. Uh, that seems to have snowballed more than Take It Barry. I would think so. But oh, and Kevin Smith's In world. pop culture. Aye. Yeah. Um, like, when it gets to the point where they're, they're doing the weird fucking dance, like the, the weird whole train backward dance, uh, like, let's fuck on these beans. <laughs> it cuts to like the real movie magic where like the it's not a Bon Jovi song playing in the background but the real romantic moment of them finally kissing mm. and the guy starts singing and then I guess when penetration happens her fucking face <laughs> the fucking eyes roll back it's like uh. like this this is movie magic we're seeing here like this guy could could direct I guess, sex scenes and make them look quite cinematic if you wanted to. Yeah. Maybe it's, if it's just because Elizabeth Banks is, is really good at acting. Maybe. <laughs> because when it cuts to just the shots of Seth Rogen's clean-shaven face with his big curly brown hair. Yeah. It, it looks like he's fallen asleep on top of her. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it, like, it's them fucking shagging and, like, the, the fake Bon Jovi movies, Bon Jovi music's playing, and then it cuts to, like, the crew sitting there and, like, wondering, like, did you watch Lost last week? Because, like, they're on yeah. the island, they're off the island, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and by the end of it, like, when they've finished and they're all leaving, it's like, you know, you're supposed to have, like, came on our tits, like, not all this. 
like yeah. fucking lovey dovey shit. It was a no. Yeah, no, it was really. I thought he was gonna come in the titties. Aye. It was a no. <laughs> it was it was pretty. He's like pretty. Don't sell. Yeah. I don't want to see no pretty. Aye. Uh, the next night, when they get, like they they kind of dismiss it. Like when it comes time to talk, it was like right. That was quite romantic. Maybe hmm. Maybe yeah. we we're not just pals. Maybe like, we've we've secretly been <laughs> meaning to get together for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as that, their fucking power cuts. Well, the opposite. The power comes back on. Yeah. And the, their pals show up and decide to have their rap party a night early. Yeah. <laughs> and it cuts to like the the fucking like the montage. Oh, dancing. Exactly. Barry getting skull fucked by bubbles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the look on his face as she's grabbed him by the fringe. And just fucking banging his head, <laughs> <laughs> and it's that song. What's it? Y'all gonna make me lose my mind? Playing in the background. That's yeah. just all cunt fucking dancing. It feels like it's. Sh- These are like your your typical eighties style montages. You yeah. know, like that's what like that, and maybe the star the star horse. Like just the fact that there's montages in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the year 2009, we're past this shit. But this worked so perfect with this. I, I think if it feels like it should have been a, an 80s movie. But, uh, who knows. If it was an 80s movie, it would be a wee bit tall, a wee bit hairy. Aye, ah, it would be big, bigger everywhere. hair from top and bottom shelf. Uh, right, bottom <laughs> shelf. <laughs> We're on the bottom shelf. Coming up to meet the top, top shelf. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And I like it comes to maybe one of the other brilliant scenes of this film, like for cinematically the whole the fact that when Stacy talks to Mary about one sleep with Zach, just uh, researching her role for the next night, and that tw- that's the fucking twisted shit the, that woman the aye, all's a test, everything's a test, <laughs> <laughs> and. Like, she had the power to prevent that from happening. Right. Like, she could have said the Stacey... Oh, she could have said, like, no. You saw us, you saw us bone on those beans. You know there was a mm. moment there. Like, maybe you should just, just didn't bother with this one hen. Mm. <laughs> but the fact that she said, no, no, go for it. We're, we're just friends. Making a porno together to pay our bills. It is all a transaction. <laughs> and... Like as I think it's the whole the way the scenes put together. You've got like the pixies playing in the background, and then you've got Stacy going across to Zach, mm. and that is the acting in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like when Stacy's whispering in his ears, he locks eyes with Mary, gives mm, like looking really, for the really... nods. Mm. We had a moment. This will make it super fucking awkward if I do this, and like. Fucking Elizabeth Banks is barely moving, but there's just like this small look in her eyes that just basically writes it off. Where mm-hmm. she's like, just do what you want. Like, I think she just fucking sh- almost does like the slightest shrug. And it's, it's the body language, it's off the charts. There's no. It's, it's, it's acting, people. Like, he is. Like, Kevin Smith's got some fucking. Like, the finest parts in this fucking puzzle. I think why I'm calling these people puzzles pieces. Oh, no. <laughs> but it is like it's, this is just such a fucking brilliant movie and it's little scenes like this that fucking stand out so much than just like nah nah go fuck him I don't care 
He's like, you sure? Like, we're going fucks. Nah, fucking go for it. I don't care about you. Like, it could have been that. But no, there's like fucking, like, minimal dialogue. And it was just all fucking body language and eye contact. Mm-hmm. And, like, just even just as that song, it's like time slows down as he's being dragged out the room. And Elizabeth Banks is slow, like, suddenly regretting her decision. And she looks so yeah. fucking helpless on the couch. It's, like, she's wanting to stop uh-huh. it. But she's lost her voice and... It, it's fucking like it's one of my fucking favorite scenes like in the film in a sense of like let's be serious here let's break this down to fucking sheer cinematic gold yeah like sure barry getting skull fucked and and that montage is funny but this is real yeah this is real acting aye this is where they make their money this is where it's real fucking what film that is is that not like bad boys too shit just got real Aye. Aye. That's the it. Rat, the, the two rats fucking. Aye. <laughs> She's got real. I fucking forgot about that. Um, they fuck just like us. <laughs> just like real people. But rats. Um, so the next night we get the, the fucking, as you'd expect, the bitter, the bitter next day argument. Zach admits his love. She right. just claims they fucked. Like, it, it's brutal. Right. Like, women are so fucking cruel. Yep. That but poor boy, geez. he poured his heart out. He shaved his face. What more do you want? Okay. <laughs> Although I'm sure the next day he's got a beard again. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, because that next day is three months later. No, it's no. I, like, that's, I, after, that's after the argument. No, it, it goes as, like, the argument, the, the whole... Stacy's having anal sex with Lester. He storms out, opens the door, cold air hits. Actually, before that, the fucking Lester's line, uh, like, this is some damn good coffee. Like, <laughs> always fucking makes me giggle. But the fact when the fucking cold air hits, he pulls out. <laughs> and she, like, that <laughs> splatters. S- split second take of him getting fucking caked. Oh, sweet corner, like, Fucking uh, the whole bowl of pudding right across his fucking face, <laughs> like ev- like fucking shoulders, face and hair, everything, like fucking perfect shot. That is the fucking takeaway moment from this movie. If if you're talking to somebody about Zach and Mary, mm. and like you you two both will always remember, it's like what about that fucking boy getting shot on? Like that mm. moment, everyone will never forget that moment in that film. Just because it's the giant, it's the pie fucking moment of the film. Right. Everyone knows about the pie fucking moment, but that the the moment fucking Randall gets shot on. <laughs> Is that Randall? Uh, okay, uh, Deacon. The way he fucking just gets frosted like a fucking cake. Yes. And who's it that he ran out with? Uh, was it Delaney? Whereas like, do you uh, believe this shit? He's like, do you uh, believe this shit? Like, uh, it's fucking funny. Uh, and there's the fucking next scene is just going back to the apartment and it's empty. Yeah. And it cuts to three months later. And, and he's like the fucking... Some poor cunt that's just there to get shot at. Dressed as right. like some hockey mascot. Cock shots? Aye, those two annoying twats show up again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like he mustn't have moved far away. I guess he's still in the same fucking town. But, well no, it, it, when he meets a... Uh, Delaney, and yeah. they start talking about Monroeville. It sounds like as if he's, I don't care if he's just moved for leaving to Kirkcaldy, maybe. 
But oh, like it just it seems like he's not living in the same place. But the whole fact that those two fucking shitbags for the coffee shop are still there, yeah, he kind of went away Most that far. And the whole point of that scene is they explain that you need to finish your film. Well, we don't have an ending. Aye, it's just three sex scenes and that's it. So he agreed. And then he says to him, you come finish your film and I'll uh, clear the debt. Right off the debt, aye, exactly. Uh, I got fucking distracted there. It sounded like a fucking tyre burst outside but just another fucking firework. So aye, this is where we get introduced to, like, she she was the wife from My Wife and Kids, wasn't she? Yes. Aye. Part of me feels like she's not aged well, but I feel that's deliberate. Probably. I, I, don't know, I mean, aged well, but I mean, her tits doesn't seem to have aged well. <laughs> that can't be real. Aye. Like, she's got those fucking nipples that are pointing to the floor. Aye. Like, the whole fact that she grabs them when she's fucking talking is like... No, he, he flicks them. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, but there's a moment where on the couch like, Hey, white boy, you'd fuck me, wouldn't you? <laughs> Rub the eyes. Like, there's a mouthing off and saying, like, like, ain't no one want to fucking grab you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, ah, people, people always want me. And it's like, yeah. you, white boy. White it's boys like, love me. Ah, uh, it's like, you'd do me, wouldn't you? And it's like, um, yeah, yeah, sure, aye, aye. No, it's, it's just say yes. Ah, exactly. <laughs> but just like, she, uh, she's fucking grabbing her tits. Like, she's grabbing yeah. it to the fucking bottom. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like, where they're fucking arguing, and he's like, "Neither one's so saggy tits," and he fucking flips one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this fucking wee bag, like this wee fucking. No, she says to him first, um, uh, "You got something about your saggy ass balls." Aye, that... and then he says, "Nobody wants your saggy ass tits." Aye, and, and then, then well, she says, "Motherfucker, aye, aye. motherfucker, we match." <laughs> aye, then that that cancels it, out and like, I'd hate to say I love you, but like they give you like the. The, the the thing that all relationships have where like we've argued now nah, we're cool eh? aye we're cool just go yeah. do your thing go talk to those white boys in the basement <laughs> and you find out is, is now how did Delaney get his money like they always talk about, about him being Oprah rich um, settled with the post office was this like after he must have got an injury in the post office aye because after I've watched this film like in the last week I always miss that moment on why he's going to become Oprah rich. And it just gave him the impression like he's obviously waiting for settlement money of some sorts. Mm-hmm. But he also comes up with his own production company. Yeah, Nigger Rich Productions. Exactly. Because DreamWorks was taken. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got he's down there, he's got Deacon Erin in the film, and like he's sitting talking about, it's like, Zach brought all this together. He's like, I wouldn't know what this fucking guy does for his, his job, like, who this guy is outside of us doing this film together and uh, fucking he comes back with a line saying white uh, supremacist uh, white supremacist <laughs> he's like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I feel that like just has to be ad-libbed banner like it's just the the, the verbal back and forth between everyone uh, and Delaney gives him like that speech where it's like sometimes we just need to show us something so we can see it uh, for ourselves, and it changes things forever. Huh. Like the, 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 just to just to convince him that like he's given up on a good thing, and mm. like he, it convinces him that he needs to go fucking confess his love to fucking Mary, and because they found out the sex never happened between her and Lester, and 
Mm-hmm. Like, everything could be fine if you just fucking go back and apologise or uh, admit your love. And it just as it runs out, fucking Deacon cries, I'm like, slip Cupid motherfucker. Mm. And, and <laughs> what does he say? He's like, ain't love grand. And then you just mm. hear the fucking woman shouting, like, why is this white boy running from my house? <laughs> And he, he fucking <laughs> mutters something at that point where, like, it just, it, the moment sizzled it, it's like, like, I just want to fucking joke that woman. Yeah. <laughs> so Zach runs back to the apartment, fucking runs in her on the toilet again, uh, he pours his, help, his heart out to her, proclaiming her love as, well, she's sitting on the pan. Mm-hmm. She, like, it's, it's fucking toilet door confessions. And then we get to see fucking Scuddy Lester. Oh. Walking out, waving his willy. Yeah. Something uh, she's fucking sugsters. <laughs> oh, bending down at the fucking... When he's got the fridge door open. Yeah. Aye. And then again, he creates something else for pop culture in in form of a Dutch rudder. Part of me feels yeah. like that, that might not be a real thing. And this is maybe something they've created in for this film. Hmm. Which I, I'd imagine like will have taken a life of its own. I imagine there'd be some hardcore Kevin Smith couples like insisting on a Dutch ruddering whilst they're dressed <laughs> as Jane Silent Bob. No. Just the man being silent the whole time as it happens. Probably wear a like a green trench coat as it's happening. With a backward <laughs> baseball cap. Never. As he shoots across onto Jay. That's disgusting, sir. It is. <laughs> Uh, so I like the movie pretty much ends at this point. Like we get the happy ending. Yeah. Not not for the Dutch rudder, but <laughs> <laughs> Mary comes out. They cuddle. They kiss. They're all happy. Yeah. And then like the fucking we get like a stinger halfway through, like before fucking Marvel were thrown in. Well, wait, Marvel were probably starting at this point, weren't they? Uh, Iron Man's okay. probably about seven years old by now. Apparently be. Uh, but the whole the fucking let Zack and Mary make your porno like they're fucking sizzle reel <laughs> and uh. it's just Jason Muse makes me laugh so fucking much in it where he's like the office boy sitting talking to fucking Barry and Bubbles said oh we uh. could we could do this and I think he says something like hey we could start off with some gentle ass play and like <laughs> Like Delaney right. says something to him, like fucking cut out, and he goes, "Why?" <laughs> that makes me go mental. <laughs> and it's like a giant scream, but it's like the scream as if it's for Jane Silent Bob, and it's the Planet of the Apes monkey moment where he's on the beach uh, screaming at the fucking statue celebrity. It's almost like he's shouting at that level where he goes, uh, "Why? Why is there not enough ass play?" <laughs> <laughs> Even when he gets hit in the face with a boom mic, he's like, dude! <laughs> and uh, we get more of fucking uh, Brandon and Bobby, whilst there's like two dude, two bald dudes uh, just fucking passionately making out in the backgrounds. The shows. I shows like, give some love to Zack and Mary. He's like, oh no, they're so fucking high off of pills right now, they don't even know uh, where they are. They're just so pilled up right now. <laughs> I feel Justin Long was probably just running off on his own. I'm pretty sure he's yeah. making everything up as he went. <laughs> but, uh, like, I feel like that character needs to be in more films. Yeah. <laughs> 
predicate. I don't think we'll ever get a sequel to Zack and Mary, but I feel like fucking Brandon and Randy needs to appear in more films. Yeah. Okay, Andrew. Um, any final notes? Final thoughts? No. It's a really good film. I enjoyed. Yeah. I still enjoy. Aye, that's it. Like even nowadays, like Kevin Smith's uh, cinem- like fucking cinematic catalog might might be getting more questionable as the movies go on. Because uh, he wants to do fucking horror now. Where are we going? I mean, like, with this podcast, should we not have been on budget and box office by now? <laughs> well, <laughs> idea. Uh, so, yes. How much do you think it costs to make a movie like Zack and Mary make a porno? Uh, 25. 24? That's it, Kevin Smith is a man that could make quite a lot with little money. Oh, he doesn't need Exactly. Money. To get his end result. Uh, now, this movie is obviously famous for for not flopping, but for not making as much money as it probably should have. Which yeah. broke Kevin Smith and sent him down a downward spiral of weeds, which he has never came back from. I never fucking re- revived. But again, it, it's, it's made him into a very different person now. Um, domestically... Or worldwide, which do you want to try? Uh, I'll say domestic. Okay. And I'll say. 31.4. Fucking hell, of course I do. So, it banked, it made its money, but I think the thing was that they were expecting 60 to 70 million. Like, these were the numbers that uh, Seth Rogen was drawing. This was the same, like, prior to this film was uh, Knocked Up, uh, Super Bad, obviously 40-Year-Old Virgin. Following this was Pineapple Express. So mm. it's it's in amongst, well, he's at his highest point. That's at, at yeah. the point where fucking Seth Rogen was shining brightest. I think if they involved um, drugs, like... Mm. We'd well, I guess that that was the, also the famous thing about this movie that crippled it was the fact that no one wanted to advertise a movie that had the word porno in the title. Uh, uh, like his posters were refused. Remember, it was like posters where it looked like uh, Elizabeth Banks was getting head from Seth Rogen, and then vice versa, was Seth Rogen getting head for Elizabeth Banks, uh, and like that poster got fucking vetoed, and it just they had to end up coming up with stick people. And then just mm-hmm. a quote saying, "Our po- this movie is this explicit. All we can do is fucking draw these stick figures to, or all we're allowed to do is draw stick figures to advertise this movie." But yeah. I, was, I remember it being advertised on TV, and it's is uh, Zach and Mary. That was oh. it. It didn't have like the subtitle was gone. They chopped it off, and movie posters chopped off the title. Some states weren't showing it. Like nowadays, like. How did fucking Suicide Squad do so well? Why is it not just getting released in cinemas as Squad? <laughs> it's weird. Back in the fucking day, I think if things have changed dra- dramatically, but so worldwide box office for this was forty-two million. Pulled in ten million in the foreign market. That was some of our money, Andrew. We helped it get that extra. Yeah, points. probably. <laughs> aye. Aye. Uh, awards. Now, 
only won one, well, won two awards uh, from a, a very, well, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, they've got two awards from the Women Film Critics Circle. I didn't even know that was a yep. thing. Uh, it won the, the UFCC Award for Most Offensive Male Character and the Hall of Shame, both awarded to Jason Mewes. Most Offensive Character? Yes. It's got a quote, Jason Mewes matches dirty talk kid antics with Swallow My Cocachino porn smut production method acting. <laughs> so he was given the award for Most Offensive Male Character and he was put in the Women's Film Critics Circle Hall of Shame. It's a bit oh, harsh, eh? Where is he went, did he? Who, who was... <laughs> I, I don't think... There's not really a, the most... Who's the most offensive character in that film? I'd say Delaney. Aye, maybe... Not Delaney. Deacon? Deacon, aye. aye. Or, like... The, He's a mis-aggressive... Mis- exactly. Or, like, the, the fucking Jerry Bednob. Like the, the fact that he was busting that dude's balls at the start. I, I, Lester the molester fucking cockenspiel was quite innocent. We've we've talked yeah. highly about his childlike innocence. He shouldn't be in the Hall yeah. of Shame. <laughs> uh, internet's reactions, Rotten Tomatoes, or Internet Movie Database? I mean, it is given 6.6 out of 10. That's not bad. Based on 151,000 votes. Uh, rated highest amongst IMDb staff, given it 7.7. Now, what audience do you think rated this the lowest? And it wasn't the top 1,000 users. I'm going to say women over 40. Women over 45. Ah, they passed them. Rated it 4.9. 4.9. Sorry, 5.9. Like, so it, it's still high. I'm trying to think what a 45-year-old woman would would take from this film. They're probably still saying it coming in well, fucking I, I guess that's it, like Hall of Shame. That's what you mm. get out of it. Aye. They're on the menopause, they watch that. So exactly, like, maybe that, that the shit scene was too much for them. Aye. That man was just shit. Aye. Shit on. Like, or that, that woman's fucking... Garden bull tits. Garden bull. Aye, I reckon why it was like garden bulls, bulls. Aye. Lawn. I heard bolted on tits. Maybe that offended women in their late forties. Going, I can't. Yeah. I should have got those. Oh. <laughs> then maybe I could get fucked by the boy for the whole of shame. <laughs> um. One star reviews. Out of the 93 reviews on Amazon, it has given four one-star reviews. Four yep. just. Our first one. Could have been a good idea, this film, uh-huh. by Rowan O. Not a fan of Seth Rogen, and this film is no exception. Could have been a good idea, this film, but sadly, <clears throat> but sadly it just ended up too-kernally awkward. Too curlingly. Too curlingly. 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 Too curlingly awkward. Like, yeah. I think it what, like... What's awkward yeah. What makes him Exactly. Awkward? Like, why do your toes curl when you are when you feel awkward? <laughs> I don't know. 
Toes usually curl up when it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing awkward about that. Uh, one star uh-huh. review by KBS. 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 What can those do? Disc didn't work. Oh yeah, no! Got, no got one of those cunts. And our last one. <laughs> I can't even say it. Uh, sewerage Waste by Film Buff. Mm-hmm. Sewerage Waste. Not just sewage. Sewerage. Clearly, Zach and Mary belong in a sewer. <laughs> this film <laughs> tests the limits. For even the most open minded viewer, brackets, like myself, close. With its endless profanities, brackets, virtually every second word, close bracket, that. Is the vocabulary of trailer trash and street scum. <laughs> the lowest of the low Holy society. If, it ever, if ever there was a reason to throw up because of a movie, this is it. Some of the most disgusting scenes that are as funny as toxic waste. Elizabeth Banks Holy clearly shit. does not belong in this trash can movie. <laughs> this movie Holy does shit. not even deserve one star. Rather... rather a pile of dog excrement. Oh, I know, it's like, Jesus Christ, film buff, calm down. And when folk leave one star reviews, they leave one star reviews. Oh, <laughs> right, Andrew, time for the list. We should right. like, put like, just some sad music over in this list for the last time. My list will go on. It's my <laughs> fucking computer corrupts. No, and we need Celine Dion to sing a song about our list. Let's end this list right now before you sing again. <laughs> okay, Andrew. When Go it on. comes to putting Zach and Mary on your list of rewatchable movies, where does it fall? Is it in your top five? Yes. Would you like reminded of your top five? Yes. Big Hero 6, Predator, Whiplash, Jurassic World, and Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm probably the way I'm feeling in here, I could probably put number one. Would you rate it as your number one most watchable movie? People who so. watched this before mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy again. There we yeah. go. A fucking shocking revelation on the final episodes. And I said, Andrew feels moved enough to push Big Hero 6 into position 6. Oh. How poetic. I can't have fought off so many movies. <laughs> now, let's see. I can't. Man, I might be matching you. Let's see. I, I've got my Kevin Smith films at 7 and 8. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, yeah. followed by Clerks. This is a wee bit more. This is more accessible than them. Probably easier to watch than Rocky, Predator, Red Lost Ark, Jaws, Young Frankenstein. But then we've got The Shining. I'm gonna put it at number two on my list. No, no, no. You would put this on before the. Oh, if The Shining's on, I'm watching it. Regardless, whenever. Even if the bit for the moment. Oh, it seems to I. Oh, I go into like another world and I watch The Shining. I, I'm fucking oh, Jack fuck Torrance so. on the couch. Like by the end of it, I'm fucking <laughs> chilled with a fucking that that skewered fist. Like, right. 
icicles hanging for your... You know, Aye, but, that, but that's just because we live in Fife. Uh, now, we'll have to decide... Well, let's go back to the script here so we know what we're talking about. What What do we do now when it comes to future podcasts? Because, well, Andrew, we're, we're going to continue podcasting. We will let our listeners know that. Maybe. There will be more. <laughs> there will be blood. Right. Uh, no, that's not the next episode. Um, but yes, episode 120 of the Films and Swearing podcast is Deadpool. That's Andrew singing the theme of Deadpool. Is it? <laughs> the Deliverance theme. So, I do, do we carry a list across? So, what do you think? I mean. I reckon if if the list thing is, is, is a tired thing for podcasts to do, but that might be my perspective because I listen to both Mass Movie Side and Mass Movie Side UK, where both of them do lists on their podcasts. The original Mass mm-hmm. Movie Side have a list of, say, over 500 films. Oh, like, do we want to be at that stage of we're wading through... 500 films just to find a place for like Yoga Hosers 3 like, it could be that or do we do it like because both of those podcasts do their lists based on rewatchability yeah. we could either have the option of following suits or we could have the option of trying to find I don't know the greatest film ever made and ranking our films on what is the best film ever made so, I mean, I, I could send you a list of every movie we've reviewed and you put them into the order of what film's better. Because that's a uh, thing in our list, like, when I was reading it out there. Saving Private Ryan is in my bottom five. Saving Private Ryan is an amazing film, but it's not a rewatchable uh, film. Yeah. So, if we'd done our list based on the fact of what is a fucking brilliant film, that could have been in my top ten. So, yeah. it's up to yourself. We could either go on the hunt for the greatest film ever made or we could retire the list. I thought we could do it in like sub subsection Well, see, you mean like on our last episodes with a James Franco or are you meaning in the sense of like we're going to do Deadpool next week so we have a superhero list. Yeah, like So that. we rank Deadpool in amongst the superhero movies we've reviewed. Yeah. I, it's possible. Uh, it might be a little bit something to maintain like when we like review random films that are not of like uh, say we review The Hunt for the Wilder People what list would that fall in uh-huh. <laughs> like it's fine if there's there's if it's a category like sure we could keep a superhero list but again whether we should have a like a list for what is the best film and how we rank them I mean it might make it easier if that person comes up to you and says, Andrew, what is, what is like the best five films there ever is? And he's like, well, my friends, let me open <laughs> There this. ever is. Let me take you to school and teach you your proper grammar, first of all. <laughs> then I'll tell you a tale. I was being off the cuff and, and bubbly. You shot me down like I was like somebody flunking English. Well. I'm, no, that's like, this is over. <laughs> We made it say, fuck you. I can't take this this verbal verbal fucking beating anymore. 
Can you try to say the big words and fail? Aye. The variable ball. So on that, when you on, try on, hard. That, on that down note. <laughs> Episode one hundred twenty. Next uh, week. Get, get ready. <laughs> Aye, we could we could just we we can decide off air what to do with our lists. Yeah. Just leave people in anticipation for next week. Aye, wait and see. Aye, well, forgotten, and you'll just not hear anything else about. Uh, <laughs> website filmsandswearing dot com. On there, you'll find links to Amazon, Audible, and our Patreon uh, accounts. Uh, Amazon, do your shopping through the links we have at the bottom of the page. We get a little kickback. Same goes for Audible if you like to get your audiobooks from Amazon. Patreon is now like the service for all podcasts if they want to now become like a a premium fucking what's the way to say it? Uh, like a, I was just say a premium based podcast. Like if you wanted to get extra out of the podcast you listen to, most mm-hmm. podcasts now have Patreon pages. Where you can uh, donate a monthly sum of anything from one dollar up uh, for perks. It's sort of like a Kickstarter thing. We have our one on there. Um, really, all I'm suggesting is just do the dollar thing. That's fine. Like that way, you'll get access to our full Blu-ray reviews, including the likes of Arrow reviews for pre not Preacher, uh, Vamp, Dead End Driving. We now have, I think, five extended episodes of Films and Swearing. Mm-hmm. And actually, there is also a zip file containing 26 episodes of podcasts that we've done that haven't been previously released. So it what? is our full run on Podcast on Fire, our full run mm-hmm. on What's Korean Cinema, and the full run of Let's Talk Wrestling. 26 podcasts, that's 1.5 gig of Stu and Andy. And nice. I've put that one up. If you want access to that fucking hefty 1.5 gig, $5. I'll give you 1.5 gig. Um, At least I could ask for is the American equivalent of a fiver. Which <laughs> won't even be a fiver for us. So if you if you are really aching to hear Mayor first, that's there. If you contribute $1 a month, you get full access to our extended podcasts. Like this one, this is this is a lengthy episode. Like our calls mm-hmm. have been dropping in and out, and this one we're on the now has been on for an hour and seven minutes. Holy shit. So by the time I edit that together, I'm looking at maybe at least an hour 30. Mm-hmm. And like we went off topic a lot as well, so that will all be an extended cut of this podcast. So if you like, if you like to hear our banner and you'd pay to hear more, Patreon.com. <laughs> that is p a t r e o n dot com slash f a s podcast. For eighty seven pence right. a month, you could help feed our small children. <laughs> it's going to turn into the Oxfam advert, where it's me and Andy at Christmas with sleeping bags outside and like podcasting equipment, just looking for some hot soup. No, it's got you and a fucking. Ribs and gone, mama. You're fucking kept <laughs> under the stairs. <laughs> Andy was assaulted by hot chocolate from his wife. <laughs> he's never, he's never been out since. <laughs> he just hides it. Never been the same. Every time he hears the kettle click, he cries. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, Mark Hale doesn't click it, was it? Was, it was every time that fucking whistle goes on. <laughs> Tears, scream. <laughs> what options Andrew's got? Fucking options. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mint chocolate and fucking orange. <laughs> no. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> The subtle digs are the best ones. Uh, social media, facebook.com forward slash films and swearing. If you want to find out when the podcasts come out and what shit we post on Patreon or what films are coming on Film for the Night. Twitter <laughs> at FAS Podcast. You can interact with me. I will I could click that little heart button on my phone to make you feel validated. Might even give you that little cheeky retweet. Other than that, this is the end of the films and swearing cinematic alphabet that began in January and has now finished in November. You better have some decent fucking like oh music at the end of Star Wars music style thing. <laughs> Alright Andy fucking tell them. Fuck off and tune in next week or the week after. Whenever. Depends when our I when our bands let us. Yeah.